Welcome back to No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Alison Valentine. I'm Robert Hoffman. And I'm Chris Panico. This week we're going to be talking about a little book called One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish. <laughs> By Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to. You just wanted to look at me? I just wanted to look at you and then make you have to <laughs> come up with a third part. <laughs> a non-existent right. third part. Yeah. So this is the third book in our installment of The Saga of Knox. Seussiverse, as mm. I'm titling it. Saga of Knox. Um, we didn't have a conversation about that. I just decided that it was going to be the Seussiverse. I like it. Maybe next year we'll do more Seussiverses. Um, so, so far, we have done... Fox and Socks, yep. Green Eggs Green and Ham, and ham. Yep. all following the character of Knox. Now, does anyone have any fun facts about One Fish, Two Fish before I give us a rundown of it? Um, Fun fact, I remember this book being a lot shorter as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It's not. It's very, it's quite long. It's quite long. Yeah. Especially, like, when we started putting in the rotation to read to kids, you start reading it, and you start off real strong, and it's really fun, and then 30 pages later, <laughs> you're just like, I can't believe this book is still yep. going. Yep. I think the way it's structured makes it like that. Yeah. In some in some capacity. That's true. I, I agree with that. Um, and we will get to the structure so this week, Chris is going to be doing the recap, as I did the recap last time. That's right. It's me. Here I am. Are you guys ready? Now I am. Um, I'm ready now. All right, yeah. We're all ready. One Fish, Two Fish is a really interesting story, if you could call it a story at least. It seems kind of unique compared to our first two studies. We start off with, you know, the title line, One Fish, Two Fish red fish blue fish and we keep going we see more fish more fish they're doing all kinds of things some are mad some are sad one's being a jerk one's being a jerk yeah, one is just a bad bad fish <laughs> um, different kinds of fish it's the 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 whole point of this section is that there are different fish all over the place now there are two kids that we see looking at the fish and i would assume commentating we could decide whether or not that's true later um and then and then it's not they, about fish no more. Yeah, they depart from fish. <laughs> and they start seeing um, bipedal creatures and quadrupedal creatures, more land animals. And they talk about how how funny they are, how many funny things there are, that they're everywhere. Eventually there are some flying things. Um, and then we depart again and we see a humanoid who has 11 fingers. And then we see a lump which we don't know what that is. And then we see a very important fellow in a bed. We see the two main characters again, or the two um, narrators, perhaps, with what they have decided is called a mic. Are you really going to go through every page? It's not going to be real life. We're on page 21 right now. <laughs> more, weird, more weird stuff happens. Um, Al used the word vignette when we were discussing it, mm-hmm. that each of these... Little sections is like a vignette, and I think that's accurate. The constants through the book are the two characters. There's a boy and a girl who are experiencing and commentating on all of those things. Um, I do know they're a boy and a girl. 
I'm assuming that. I suppose they may not be. Mm. Two small people. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, <laughs> we see them through the whole story, and that's really the only constant. That and a lot of weird creatures, there are some small interactions between larger humanoid creatures, and it's all funny and weird, which is one of the main things that they keep saying, how funny everything is. Um, and yeah, that's it. I'm not sure if there's a very cohesive narrative going on or not. I just, but... I just thought of something. Yeah. Is it like kind of like going through evolution? Because it starts off with fish, and then it goes to animals, and then it, thinking. and then and then it goes to like human-ish and then creatures. Uh, yeah, and then like, mm-hmm. and then you come across this one person with like eleven <coughs> fingers, right? And then I it just that. gets weirder. Like the creatures get weirder and weirder. Yep, indeed. That's what I was thinking while I was reading it. Yeah. As well. yeah. Um, the same, same kind of progression. Oh. It gets all over the place. <laughs> Once we go past the eleven-fingered person, yeah, exactly. Um, but we do see the technology of, you know, bicycles, and we were riding on wumps, and now we're riding on bicycles. Right. Um, we see a telephone. We see a shower. So there's, there's definitely some element of progression going on. You want me to lay down the moral? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would yeah. love that. Got a big GC moral for you right here. <laughs> Lay it on me. So, last line of this book, I believe, is funny things are everywhere. Wait, say that again? Funny oh, things are everywhere. Um, and, I mean, you know, that's what we're going... That mm-hmm. That's what we learn throughout the book. That, like, we do the... It starts with one fish, two fish. It starts with this very simple stuff. And it's a, then it builds up, like you guys are just saying, and it ends with funny things are everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's giving you a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily real in our world. Some of it is, some of it isn't. But if I would say that the message here is, hey, look around you. There's a lot of cool stuff to see, you know, mm-hmm. in your life. Just observe. Just look at all of the cool things around you and... Isn't it cool to just see that stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I agree. That makes a lot of sense to me. <clears throat> um, and that that line, um, Finding Things Everywhere, is not only the last line, it's also kind of refrained through the whole book. You see it a couple times. Yeah. In, uh, in, yeah. in different versions, right, perhaps, right. but the the main idea comes up a few times. So, let's first talk about the book as a whole. And then we can discuss how it relates to Knox and okay. what, what Knox's role in all of this is. So, the book as a whole, I like, <coughs> I very strongly like the idea that it's about, that it's evolution. It's condensed evolution. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Um, the only thing about that is that we see these two characters that don't age or change throughout the book, Mm -hmm. right? There is no way that the same two characters, I mean, they would have to be unaging and immortal to witness all of evolution, yes? Mm -hmm. So... So what are our options here? Well, they could be 
unaging and immortal, but that's not... That's, that's nonsense, not Chris. That's, that's nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> right. So strike that one. Um, Maybe it's like a Legend of Zelda scenario. Or, you know, a video game? It's not all the same Link. Oh, you know? yeah. Just, just like the Waldos? Just like the... Yeah, just like the Waldos. That That's what I should have said. <laughs> Assume, you know, stay within stay within our, uh, our wheelhouse here. Yeah. I knew what you meant. I don't play video games. I only play children's books. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. So the characters we're seeing are not the same ones. They just look the same. Uh, it's, it's just something that popped into my head. Okay. These, I mean, they look very... De- they, they look exactly the same yeah, every time. Yeah. Which, if we're talking about Link, is not true. Right? Link looks different from video game yeah, to video game. Yeah. I think no. so. That's not to say that that possibility is off the table mm-hmm. but I would say it's somewhere in the middle it's not impossible like ageless deities but yeah what if they're um they exist in their own time like like they're like visiting like it's from a different so, dimension yeah of? so like wherever like whatever <clears throat> laws dictate where they're from time moves slower in comparison to this place where obviously time mm. is accelerated so you're like, talking about a hyperbolic time chamber scenario yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where you train yeah. Do you think be training? or maybe this is virtual reality this is all a simulation oh, virtual reality Ooh. Since we've gotten into this Dr. Like Seuss thing, we've drifted farther and farther <laughs> away from reality, you know? Like, because we gotta, we've been just, like, allowing things that we have not allowed with other books. Haven't been as strict. Like what? Like, okay, we're talking about, alright, so this is evolution. But really, if if, it were, if this were any other book, we'd be like, okay, what's a Zach's? That's not something. <laughs> but we're That's just gonna true. let that go. That's true. Because <laughs> well, it's too much. <laughs> Well, this is a universe that kind of does run in its own, like, has its own rules that are not. I would say that the animal. So I I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of animals that we see in this that aren't mm, animals that we know of. But I said this before. There are plenty of animals that have not been discovered. And that's just a pass. (laughs) That's not the answer I want to go with. I know. But you see what I'm saying? We got. I we got to give I some stuff a pass. That that is, that is How about this? The Zacks. Sure, that's not an animal we know, but it could be an animal we know, and they're just calling it by the wrong name. That's what I'm saying. What that, is it? that was what I was gonna. What is it? Oh, what is that then? Uh, that is like this one. It's actually a yeah. Zans. Yeah, Zans. You said. Those, you said... <laughs> That's what you I clip meant. together every time you said Zax. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It kind of looks, like, looks a, like a K from it here. It kind of looks like a moose, but the yeah, antlers kind of, are very, very tiny. We know lots of stuff moose? with antlers. Yeah. yeah. Sort of malnourished. Then what's a gox? A gox just looks like a. That's a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Without a tail? Where's the tail? The tail is behind it. I suppose that's possible. I suppose that's What's true. in that rug, by the way? Why is it rolled up? Uh, a bug is under that rug. Yeah, there's definitely a bug Dr. in the rug. Seuss reference. Oh, we've done that book, too, so yeah, I, can, I can make that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a dog. That's a dog. Yeah, it's yeah. just a poodle. Oh, right. We should be more more audible 
audible. More, more um, audible. More dis- That's a poodle. More, <laughs> more descriptive because the, the listeners cannot see the book that we're looking at right now. That's true. Um, hey, but, but pause, pause the podcast. Go out and buy a copy <laughs> of the book. You should. You definitely should mm-hmm. own these books. Every book we do is great and worth having. Doctor Seuss is so much about the pictures too. That's true. So it is hard to. It is. It is hard. We'll try to be more. But yeah, yeah. There's, there's. I mean, you know, I, th- I feel like everything we've said so far has been. You, you could listen to it and sort of understand what we're saying, even if you can't yeah. see it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we should be careful. Um. Yeah. So some like, I mean, that's just a cow. They just yeah, there's, call it a, there's cow. a cow here. I suppose that's true. Um. So anyway, we still have to figure out. I I take your point. But I think we have pretty good justification here. Yeah. Um, Maybe a combination of misnamed animals and animals that don't exist. Sure. Um, But we still have to decide, these main characters, what's their story? Are they... Well, it's either we need to figure out something about the main characters, or we need to adjust from the vision of evolution happening. Well, let's let's look. See if there's anything... Are there any two things here that could not exist at the same time? That is an excellent question. Wow. Very wise, Bobby. Um, I don't... My what's, first answer is I don't think so. What's that one down there? Keep going. This one? That this one. one? Yeah. Um, a walrus. Clark? They call him that's Clark. A, that's Clark. <laughs> it does look like a walrus. Um, a a thin walrus? That's hairy, sort of? They found That's they found pretty... it in the park in the dark. You know how um, people say that every person kind of looks like an animal, and you got to figure out what animal <laughs> you, that person looks like. Oh no! I, I, I was that. I was told that. that I look like a malnourished walrus. You look like a giraffe, uh, Bobby. Everybody now knows. Now I know that I look like a well, maybe to you. Everybody knows you look like a giraffe. <laughs> walrus? Malnourished walrus. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was it was many years ago, but that's what I was told. I mean, if you got a better animal, I'll take anything. We should have listeners email us what they think we sound. Like. You know, what what animal do I sound? Uh, <laughs> I had a sorry. I was just a spasm there. I had like a six year old piano student tell me. <laughs> <laughs> What did the six-year-old piano student tell you? Told me I looked like a rat. Uh, <laughs> so mean. Mm. And I looked at myself in the mirror when I got in my car. I was like, kind of jerk. Rats are cool. Yeah. What's wrong with rats? Yeah, I mean, rats. That was a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what are you? What? Why are you? What are you insinuating about rats, Chris? But they look like me. They <laughs> <laughs> should be so lucky. <laughs> Wait, were you complimenting me or rats? I I was saying that the initial rat comment was a compliment. Well, I was echoing Al's opinion that the, the initial rat comment was a compliment and that by taking offense to it, you are saying something about your opinion of Am rats. Am I the bad one? I'm yes, the bad you are, one. you're the bad one. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Um, back to the book. Yeah, back to the book. I don't see anything that can't exist at the same time. Okay. Then I say... No nonsense in terms of that. That, what do you mean? Like, for example, if you were doing a nature documentary about Mm -hmm. evolution, and you went around and you filmed, now these are very simple organisms that have existed for millions of years, Mm -hmm. and then you just start filming more complex 
organisms and systems and things like that, you can do that all in your one lifetime because those things are still around. So it could be an illustration of evolution and these two kids could exist at the same time as all of the illustration points, you know? Okay, so this is happening over a small period of time. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think uh, it's I think it's fine to think that it would, and since we see that these kids are there, I think that's evidence that it is. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so it's like a, it's sort of like a, like a replay, of, or like a, a representation. Of yeah. Really, all of the like everything from the formation of Earth to like where we are now, it's. In the grand scheme of things, really, it's very, very short amount of time. Right, that's true. That's a good way to think about it. Um, so we're seeing it sort of play acted almost mm-hmm. around these kids. Yeah. Okay. Why? What are Why? Kids, that... what, are, what are these kids doing? What are they trying to figure out? Or accomplish? Or what? I'm not sure. I'm wondering if they're trying to accomplish. It doesn't seem, based on what they say, that they're trying to accomplish that much, 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 that much, they seem to just be watching, right? Yeah, they're observing. Like, everything is like, we see them come, we see them go, you know? Um, we're interacting a little oh, bit on okay. the... Okay. Oh, that's like... You know what I mean? Say it again? They're interacting a little bit. But they're not bit. very... Yeah, but yeah, they're not very active. They're more of like, kind of just, like, there. Everything's kind of happening to them. Right. Or around them. Or around them, yeah, right. Like, not There's, even to them. We, we see them come them. and go, right. Yeah. They're they're in their place, and then everything's moving. Yeah, we took a look. We it. saw a nook. But they're taking a look. You know, they're they're peeking <laughs> out there. They're That's like, true. What is, what's, what's this guy doing? Mm-hmm. I like their expression. But they're not... Maybe they're... <clears throat> maybe they're, like, scientists. Anthropologists? Anthropologists. Yeah. You know, they're they're observing, not interfering. Uh huh. Which is also um, what they do in Star Trek. I think kids are curious. <gasps> I do That's wonder. What they do? It's the the what is it? The Prime Directive. Yeah. Yeah. What is Star Trek? Is that it's, the, his, it's his book. Is that the Darth Vader one? <laughs> Darth Vader Ginsburg? <laughs> you got less funny and then you came back up. Thanks. <laughs> wow. I'm pretty impressed. I didn't think you could have salvaged that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, they bring the Zans in their house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, they, they, they brought that one. They brought that one back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, at first, so we said it looks like a sick moose or something, but they use its horns to open cans. <laughs> yeah. This it, is that is not. And in fact, they say the reason they have this in their house is because they have so many cans to open. <laughs> I see no cans. Okay. They have many one. cans. They don't know. How, they don't know what to do. Where? The, I don't know. It uh, says we uh, have to open many cans. Uh, they're holding the cans. That's, but it's that's not one, many. two, three, three four, four, five. Four, 
Six, seven, if you count the one on the counter. That's more cans than I have in my house. <laughs> that's many, in my opinion. Okay. Actually, that's more than I, I, I have, have in my house, too. I have that number of cans. Would you call Also, them? I just want us to appreciate that what they're opening in the picture is a jar. Yeah, they're opening that's the not jar. Not even a can. That they could have just popped on open. Okay, so that means we can, we should, based on this page, we should understand these narrators as untrustworthy unreliable narrators yes that's exactly what we're seeing they're not even and they're not even in a sneaky way like in wuthering heights or something they're just (laughs) straight up they're children they're just well but they're showing us something they're lying to us about something while they're doing it which is what kids do too (laughs) you know okay i don't think they're lying i think they just don't know what a can is like i think they just don't know the difference they just don't know what the truth is i don't know about that they know what all these other things i really struggled with cans versus jars as a kid or like opening them or no like knowing like identifying Okay, so for example, that's a jar right there, right? Yes. Okay, a Pringles can. That's a can? Yes. Well, why? They would call it a Pringles can. Yeah, but do you understand why that's confusing to a kid? Because it has a top you pull off. A jar has to be twisted. So everything that's twisted (laughs) is a jar? No, but jars have to have twist lids. Okay, but... Like a soda bottle is not a jar. Okay, but do you see how this this is... um, You see how it's a confusing... Confusing definitions here for a kid to grasp onto. Like, I suppose. a soda bottle, a glass soda bottle with a twistable lid. And then you have they a glass twist, jar with a twistable they don't twist lid. twist back on, though. But what if it does? Some of they them do. Don't, what? I don't believe you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen a glass soda bottle that you can twist the lid back onto. I have. Are you serious? Yes, the uh, what, what, the um. Oh, okay, like the Fanta. Fanta? That's not no, what I'm talking Argina. about. I'm talking about Arangina's. You can. <clears throat> okay, point conceded. Yeah, so they exist. Are you just filming us the whole time? <laughs> but a jar is more is stouter than that. <laughs> Al is over here meta podcasting. <laughs> I. How long have is we been posi- talking for? <laughs> it's is been 20, position, 28 minutes. Is your position that oh we're we nowhere. shouldn't assume they're lying? Yes, that is my position. I guess, like, yeah, kids don't really know. They're just ignorant. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Ignorant <laughs> children. Oh my god. I mean, look at them. They what? think that that's a can. <laughs> <laughs> well, after they open the jars, then they open the cans. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay, actually, so um, we have the Zans to open cans. This does not mean anything, because they do have the cans there. Huh. He's just like, we're also going to open a jar, because why not? Well. You but know? The cans are that open is why we have a Zans. They have the Zans explicitly for the purpose of opening cans. Yeah, well, that's why they have it. It doesn't say, and we refuse to use it for any have other reason. Have you ever reason. used a can opener to open a jar, Bobby? <laughs> okay, listen, listen to this. Recently... <laughs> Recently, I built a computer. And no, I haven't. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Are you are you crying? Are you crying about the joke you made? About can openers? Are you both crying? 
Are you both weeping on our podcast about can openers? You know what? You're right. These kids are lying. They're a bunch of dirty liars. How dare they? Let's move on. Now that we've established the kids are morally corrupt liars. Who... <laughs> I can't believe how funny that was. I'm not going to edit any of this. Please don't. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, these kids are morally corrupt, evil liars. They're evil. And they... And they're out to get us. <laughs> they can just not know that it's a jar. <laughs> Alright. Well, kids don't, like, kids don't know that what truth and, like, fiction are, you know. That's true. Like, yeah. there's no, like, distinction, and it's like... Right. So they're it's like, pretending right. it's a can. Yeah. Right. Here's one where he's boxing the cocks. <laughs> yep. We'll just right. skip that one. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. We'll just move on. <laughs> this is our funniest episode. <laughs> so, alright, we just gotta step back. There, the, There's no narrative in this book that I can follow. Sure. Let's just go, right. to, let's just go to Knox. <laughs> I think, right. Let's and then there's Knox. And then we can hop back if we have questions, right. if we have, you know. I think we've uh, pretty much established what's going on here. These kids are looking at all this weird stuff that's happening because they're curious kids. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about it because it's interesting to them. Yeah. We've more yeah, or less, yes. Yeah, we've more or less taken the nonsense out of the things that are going on. <laughs> so. Yes. So. We can move on. I like that we chose this book. For our um, Knox series, because Knox is only on <clears throat> two pages in this book, mm-hmm. four maybe if you want to count like the double double yep. pages as two. Um, we see on page twenty four. Um, on the left side is one person sitting down talking on a phone, and on the other side we have who we <laughs> believe. Is Knox. Yeah. Um, and why do we think it's Knox? Looks looks like Knox. Looks mm-hmm. very similar to him. Um, Just a similar kind of attitude. <laughs> yeah, that okay. same like... Like salty face. Yeah. yeah. Curmudgeonly <laughs> So, and another, another thing, I think, and I think this is a hint from the author. Uh-huh. So, what do you think, I mean, uh... N- the most famous line from Knox in Green Eggs and Ham. I do not I like Green like Eggs and Ham. Yeah. I do not like them. Yeah. What's uh, oh. fir- his first line here? <laughs> I do not like this bed at all. Yeah. Wow. You know, we, I do um, not like. Why don't we play act this? I do not like this game, Mr. Fox. That doesn't happen. Yeah. How about one of us read <laughs> the left page and one of us read the right page? Okay. Volunteers. I'll do what you want. I'll do the left. Okay. Hello there, Ned. How do you do? Tell me, tell me, what is new? How are things in your little bed? What is new? Please tell me, Ned. I do not like this bed at all. (laughs) A lot of things have come to call. 
A cow, a dog, a a cat, a mouse. Squeak. Oh, what a bed. Oh, what a house. I made a bed noise. I went (laughs) rrrr. Did you want me to speak it so you could make the animal sounds? No, I just thought you would be a good, uh, just curmudgeonly angry fellow in a bed. Yeah. Thank you. I'd like to note that the person on the other side of the phone is all is like pretty happy looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so like, let's let's figure out this vignette. Um, nothing about this is unrealistic or impossible. Nothing's impossible, sure. Nothing's impossible. Maybe it's unrealistic, but it's not impossible. Not practical. Definitely not practical. Mm-hmm. Um we see one of the notes about this that we saw when we were first looking through this before the podcast was that the phone that they're using is not a typical phone. Right? Yeah. If you look <laughs> at it, it's it's really not a phone at all. It's just connected with a string that goes over the ceiling through a cutout hole into the other room and then back through the ce- over the ceiling mm-hmm. to Ned. Yeah. It must work work in some capacity because they are communicating. Yeah, or just talking through the walls. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. That wall could not even be a room divider. It could just be like a little <laughs> piece of cardboard. Thing. Yeah, a little piece of cardboard that happens to be there and they're in the same yeah, room. That's true. For whatever reason, they can hear each other. Yeah. Um, so, so, and they have this fake phone scenario. That's right. Weird. So that's like a thing we figure out why that phone is fake. Who is that talking to Ned Knox? And. What's going... Like, why is he in his bed that's really small? Mm-hmm. Um, should we look at the other page before we try yeah. to piece the whole thing together? Yes. I think that would be a good <clears throat> idea. So if we go a, f- a little bit farther down on the book... That's one thing about them in this book that struck me is... You see Ned... Oh, that was the what? other way. It was Wait. before. It was before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. All right, we did the second one. Let's go back to the first yeah. one. <clears throat> here it is. Here it is. And this is page 20. This is page 20, where you see Ned in his bed, and he says, Who am I? My name is Ned. I do not like my little bed. Do not like it, Sam. <laughs> this is no good. This is not right. My feet stick out of bed all night. And when I pull them in, oh dear... My head sticks out of bed up here. And then we go to the next page where, or two pages away from there, Mm -hmm. where this... That's the big reveal. This unknown person is calling Ned and, to me, seems to be gloating at him about his bed. I agree. So, what's going on? I think it's important because we see... Ned twice mm-hmm. in this book. Yep. He's the only character we see twice outside of the two the two people that mm-hmm. are observing. I think, at least. I, I certainly have some thoughts about this. How do you? I'll let Bobby go first. Right. Okay. Bye, Bobby. <laughs> um, so a few things. <laughs> We've got that heart-shaped hole that the string's going through. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, very purposeful detail. Um, for whatever reason. I agree about the gloating. I think, uh, this person, they come off as just sort of, oh, how's your bed? You know, I <laughs> know you hate it, but tell bed. me. Tell me all about bed. it. 
Um, so, I, so I think a few things. I think, one, this person has set up this scenario, has sent these animals in to bother Ned Knox, <laughs> a known animal disliker, um, ever since... <laughs> ever since the fox. Ever since the fox. Yeah. Um, the Tweedle Beetles. The Tweedle Beetles, yeah. <laughs> a lot of scenarios. <clears throat> I think that Ned Knox is incapacitated in some way. Because he hasn't made any attempt to leave this bed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of stuck in there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Be it physical or emotional or, or whatever. Um, that's number two. And number three, this bed was set up to be too small for him mm-hmm. in order to cause him discomfort. And you can tell because there are two footholes <laughs> yeah. at the bottom and a head hole at the top. So you can't even curl up in it and like press your feet against it. Or whatever. You gotta choose which part of your body is going to hang off of it and there's nothing you can do. What a terrible thing to do to somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let alone the animals. Yep. The animals look pretty happy. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They need to be in bed. That does not seem pleased. Um, so, do you feel that the person on the left page... Who's calling Ned is the the perpetrator here? I do think so. Okay, that makes sense to me. I mean, feel uh, either of you feel free to to you know knock me off my my soapbox here if you feel like there's something else going on, or if, if you have anything to add, please do because that's about all I've got. I don't know who this person is. I don't know what they want. Yeah. Well, I like. I agree that Ned Knox must be incapacitated or ill perhaps something to that effect um i don't think i don't know that we've ever just like outright said it in this episode but we are now acknowledging <clears throat> that mr knox's first name is ned because they say ned in this book so he's now ned knox yes correct correct um i like um I feel like there's something very serious going on with Knox because <clears throat> so the line I do not like this bed at all. A lot of things have come to call. Now, he proceeds to tell us everything that is in the bed that has come there, but that line a lot of things have come to call seems to bear a lot of weight to it to me. That could be like perhaps he's been he's taken ill with something very serious, or he's been injured in a very, very big way, um, or anything, any other thing that could possibly fit in between, you know, the events of Green Eggs and Ham and this. Yeah, it sounds like the like geese met a lot of misfortune. Yeah, like that's what a lot of things have come to call. Kind of sounds like to me. Yeah, like a lot of things, a lot of, sh- a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Narrowly avoided that explicit rating. <laughs> <laughs> So what what happened? Why is he in the bed? That seems like a good place to really start putting this arc together. Well he was a rapper. A rap something about rap. Yeah. He was yeah. he was a rapper. And then rapper. yeah. And then Fox helped him out. Mm-hmm. Um and then he had a pretty fruitful career. Mm-hmm. And then which somehow either went downhill or stopped. Either mm-hmm. by choice or not. Correct. And then that's when <clears throat> Green Eggs and Ham picked up where 
a new generation and a new style or styles plural came around and that's where sam um wanted to either challenge or bring back one of the ogs Mm -hmm. yeah when we had a period of nox hop nox hop right (laughs) yeah um so so what happens between that and this is it a physical injury is it a mental illness is it a some other type of illness well, what do we know? We know that this person who's keeping him in this bed has something against him. Mm-hmm. But it does seem to be the sort of relationship, a sort of a caretaker relationship. Because he's in the bed, he's he's answering the question. He's saying, I don't like this bed. It's almost like he's saying, give me a new bed. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. he's, he's participating in the conversation. Perhaps... He doesn't seem to be blaming this person. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to to us it looks like it looks like they have created this scenario. I agree. But maybe to Ned Knox, he's just sort of seeing, ah, I don't I don't like this bed. Thank you for asking. This bed's awful. Um mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. stuff. I don't like this bed. Oh, what a house. So he's in a house. This isn't. Yeah. Know, oh man, that changes everything. It does. It's not. It's not like a hospital. I was gonna say it's, it's it, this person's house that he's in. Okay. I was gonna say maybe it's his house. <clears throat> maybe yeah. That he was in a hospital and this was a nurse. No, I mean it, it could be in home care. Yeah, it could. It be could that. be in home care. <clears throat> but it is a house. But no, I don't think it is. I don't think it's his house because he says, "Oh, what a bed! Oh, what a house!" Uh, you he know? wouldn't say that about his own house. Oh, right. Night. Sort of. I don't want to be in this power. house. I would be in my house. So whose house is he in? And why? What? How does this happen? Oh, that changes everything. Um, is he in his caretaker's house? Let's. Can we scroll through the book and see if we could see these color mm. floors or walls anywhere um, else? Oh, yeah, it's like bluish, greenish. Yeah. Yeah, let's. So we see it in the water. Yeah, well, that's, that's, not, that's not a house. That's water, liquid. That's water liquid. is not a house. <laughs> that's, liquid. that's true. In the back of this like, desert, oh, the sky, yeah, like sky. Um, that's outside. The background. Yeah, that, that's a bush. See, I feel like we're still outside there. Oh, <laughs> uh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose we're right. Hmm. This might be. This might be a, a wild goose chase. Wait. Uh, no, what's this that? One. Okay, so here we have these two people. One doing a one handstand. Another next to him. They both have hats, which is does harken back to Green Eggs and Ham, Mm -hmm. because Knox, as we know, had a very similar top hat. Less less frayed. For those with a book, we are looking at pages twenty eight and twenty nine. Yeah. Which reads thus: My hat is old. My teeth are gold. I have a bird I like to hold. My shoe is off. My foot is cold. And then, and then I just got another verse. Yep, my shoe is off, my foot is cold, I have a bird I like to hold, my hat is old, my teeth are gold, and now my story is all told. There's also a mouse at the bottom of this, there's also a mouse in Knox's bed. You, you go uh, back and look. Huh. Right there. So, okay. these two characters are in the same place as Knox. The same house. Here's his question. <clears throat> yes. Do these two strike you 
as a rap duo. <laughs> now they do. I mean, one of them's doing breakdancing moves. Yeah. And their teeth are gold. Right? They've got grills on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then this second one just sort of mimics the first one, like sort of like a reframe, you know? Yeah. Just mixing up the style a little bit. And uh, this mouse. Oh, there's something up with the mouse. So we've got a rap duo mm. that's also in the same house, and they look. Uh, they have old hats, you know. They're mm. they're they're old rappers too. They're they're probably like sort of lost away in the game. Is this like like a retirement home for rappers? <laughs> oh my god! Yep. <laughs> Let's keep scrolling to see if we oh, see gosh. any other anyone else in the house. That's yeah. outside. That's outside. <gasps> that's the same color. <laughs> That's the same color. Oh the my God. This is the house that the kids live in. This is their house. This is their house. Where they have a Zans and apparently lots of cans. Yeah. Okay. And they sort of just run this this retirement home. Or maybe yeah. they volunteer. You know, opening maybe they cans. They volunteer. Opening the can. That's what they eat. Well, but wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Cans. It's that says at our house we open cans. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so they do. So, they live there. They live in this house. So, so they live in this house. Maybe it's Grandpa. Um, Wait. This pet? Uh, it might be outside. Water. Inconclusive. That, maybe, maybe it's um, Grandpa. Maybe, maybe yeah, that's, yeah. Maybe Ned is Grandpa. Ooh. Or some sort of elder family member. This one has the same oh, floor, oh. too. Who them? Here's, here's another same floor. And there's a with mouse. With a mouse. <gasps> a mouse. And a phone. Oh my god. This is the same I... phone. Ah! It's the same phone. It's not on the ceiling anymore. And the mouse but... is cutting it. Okay, I thought that you could see like the hangings from the last time, but no. But the mouse is in there cutting it. And there's two people with bow ties on pages. What is it? And those those two people bear a resemblance to Mr. Knox. 5253. Um, yeah, they do look kind of like Mr. Knox. Um, as and just says ornery looking. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the two like rap battlers or the two like the rap duo that we saw earlier also looks similar, not the same. They look so, older than Knox. I feel like we've. I feel like <laughs> your grandpa comment sort of knocked this whole thing open. This is the family affair. These are family members. Okay, so this but, is the Knox hold. The Knox house. Uh, Fort Knox. Fort Knox. <laughs> this is Fort Knox. Good one, Bobby. Thank you. I knew we'd find the name of the episode somewhere. <laughs> That's good. Um, Fort Minor. Fort Knox. Fort Minor, Fort Knox. It all comes for Fort Circle. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so, okay, but these kids do not look like Mr. Knox, and that person, is that like... But, right, the kids don't look like Mr. Knox. Is that like a parent... I'm not sure. Who's who's holding? Oh man, how do we? Let's um, see. So these two are talking to each other. One of them saying hello. Can you hear me? The other person says no. Their name is Joe, for the record. It says I can't hear you, even though we're right next to each other. Okay. No, it's cut a while. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, the end there that runs yeah. the same color. Yeah. Same. That's a zeep. With a zeep. That they sleep with, which kind of just looks like a giant Knox. Mm-hmm. Kind of. No. Which, All right. I mean, I guess not exactly. I'm about yeah. to lay down a theory for you. All right. Can you go back to that last page? <clears throat> this one. Last page, like a final page of the book. Okay. The okay. End. 
I'm going to read the last few lines and I'm going to lay out my theory, okay? Okay. Today is gone. Today was fun. Tomorrow is another one. Every day, from here to there, funny things are everywhere. These kids are the children of that weird person with the phone, okay? Okay. Who owns with, this house. Who with Knox. Yeah. Like, being like, like, yeah, with Knox, yes. Okay. Who owns this house... And is is setting trying to like create an environment that will entertain these kids to no end because they've learned the lesson that every single day for my whole life funny things are everywhere. There's no end to funny things to see, and so this person, this this phone holder, can we can we give them a name? Um. Yeah, let's go. Let's go back up. Take a look at um the phone holder. I don't know. Um, Al, would you like to name the phone holder? Why can't we just call them phone holder? Phone holder. Phony. Phony. So phony. <laughs> phony. Um, <laughs> this guy is a phony. So phony here has created this weird, warped reality for these kids, so that they're constantly entertained, and in order to do that has brought these retired musicians <laughs> who can't find work anymore and is so they they they're down on their luck they're not making money cuz there's no you know there's no benefits in the rat package you're on the streets till the money runs out so has brought these <laughs> listen has please, brought these retired musicians <laughs> to live in their home and is Paying them, you know, money they're not going to get anywhere else to stay here. And they're old, so they can't... To stay here mm-hmm. and entertain the kids. So that's... You've got those two... You've got... Yeah. All the, like, sort of... Now, they look pretty happy, which is good. Mm-hmm. But the other two that are kind of angry, and then that... And then all these weird animals that are in the house. Mm-hmm. I... Okay. Yeah, build on it. Build on it. But I feel okay. like... Well, so... The thing is, I'm still just so struck by the similarity between all these characters. You know? Like, yeah, there's gotta my, be something there. I find myself really sticking to the idea that they are all related. I think that's true, too. You know? Now, that being said, a lot in, in, in a number of families, all of the people in the family participate in the same line of work. Right. Whether it's farming or rapping. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you had the Jackson Five, for example, yeah. and plenty of other bands that were like that. Um, plenty of family businesses. So I don't think that it excludes all of these people from being part of the rap industry. I feel like the two with the phone look more like producers. Yeah, the yeah, rappers. they're trying to make calls and they can't because yeah. these phones in this house aren't actually real. They're phony. They're phony. <laughs> phony phones. Um. Is is phony related to the rest of them? Let's look at phony. Are are you related? What do we see? I mean, maybe. Could be. Maybe. Yeah, maybe this is maybe phony. A similar face. Yeah, Yeah. and the hands and the feet. They could be hiding under the hair. (laughs) Can I? Zoom in. 
Yeah, I'm actually I'm saying yes. Look yeah. at the shape yeah. of the face. Look at the the furry feet. The same nose as features. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this is a relation. Is this like? Maybe. But but does phony have? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was gonna say maybe phony's just a distant relative, like not directly related, but some some yeah. like a second cousin or something. Could be. They just seem to have a Machiavellian level of control over what's happening in this house. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're in charge for sure. We just need to get the why. Why do all of these family members live in this house, and why do they bow to this? Okay. Phone. Ha- have Have y'all watched Umbrella Academy yet? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. I haven't. Never mind. I won't, I won't get into it. But one of the things that brings families together more than anything else is really big news really big bad news okay yeah so i think that something is very very wrong with ned knox oh yeah the other two aren't in bed and that's what's brought all of his family members together Mm -hmm. into this house now he is staying at phony's house because i don't know maybe something happened to his house maybe there's like a gas explosion or something yeah maybe phony's house is the only one big enough to house everybody that could be it yeah who wants to come and be with ned in this trying time yeah so that explains why all of them are here together in this house it explains why he's not in his own house um we should decide exactly what it is that happened to him, whether it's a physical injury or it's, you know, a, a, like a malevolent disease. Maybe like a nervous breakdown. A nervous breakdown. And this is like an intervention. It's like, Ned, you're, you've worked way too hard for way too long. <coughs> you need a rest. You were too old to get back in the rap game and you got right yeah. back in there. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> this is actually 25 minutes after the end of um, <laughs> Nathan and Ham. <laughs> Maybe he like he he got in the spotlight and he like he did something really not cool. Yeah, like public in a very public way. So they something. had to hide him away from the public eye. Oh, and like that kind of came with like that kind of mental like the he got so stressed by the shift back into the limelight, mm-hmm. and he sort of like <clears throat> Kanye'd all over the place. Yep. And I can't just that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Over, yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> so they're like, his family did the right thing and said, "No, stop! No, 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 yeah. no, no! We're gonna, we're, we're gonna, gonna get you through this, but we're you're not doing anything." We need to lay this. down. Okay, they yeah. Brought him to like Minnesota, where he's yeah. away from everyone, or something like that. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they brought all these animals to try and cheer him up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. This isn't for the kids. It's, it's for, for Knox. And the kids are sort Aww. of experiencing it. That's and why everything's so funny to them. And yeah, they don't understand it. <laughs> they think this thing's in here to open cans. <laughs> they have no idea. They're, they're therapy animals. Oh, you know what it was? Yeah, because, and they're like, well, why do we have a Zanz in our house? And, <laughs> and they're like, that's not a Zanz, that's just a moose. Yeah, they're like, oh, uh, that's so we, because we have all these cans we have to open. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they can't they don't really, want to tell the kids. They can't really tell them why Uncle Ned is 
yeah. in bed. And yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And they've got a lot of, like, ah. Phony has a lot to deal with when you're doing all that stuff. You don't have the time and the mental creativity yeah. to, like, Sometimes you just give kids bad answers. Yeah, you just give like, them Yeah, answers. it's Zans for cans. It's the cans. <laughs> uh, you know all those I don't know, just... cans we have in the house? Right, yeah. and like you use that exact tone and then you walk away yeah. and do what you have to do. Yeah, and you forget that you've you've <laughs> made just... this mistake. Yeah. <laughs> you just lied to this poor, yeah, these right. poor and, children. And you, you don't realize that it is now a fact. Now you've done, to... yep. now you've done so much damage. You've done so much damage you can't undo. Yep. <laughs> I th- so what I think is going to happen is when we get to the last book in this in this sequence, and we have one more book to do, when we get to it and we analyze it, we're going to figure out the the source of all of these deep seated issues that Ned Knox has that has has brought him to this point. Yeah, I agree. Because the last book we're going to do is going to we're going to go back to his childhood. Just yeah. going to say that right now. We're, go- we're going to the prequel, everybody. This, the prequel. Is, this is all just one big therapy session for yep. for Mr. Knox. All right, we've been going for a while. Do we have anything else in here that we got to uh, tackle? Why are there holes in his bed? Um, oh, yeah. It? Really? I mean... Doesn't that kind of get covered in the next book? We sort of address it or try to yes. reconcile yes, it? Yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. So that's a cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to say it now, a but foot yes. Hanger. A foot hanger. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. All right. I'm satisfied with that. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, some new morals. New morals. Um, bad things get families together? Bad? Okay. Yes. From there to here, from here to there, bad things are everywhere. That's definitely true. Oh. Um, Uh Always be there for your family, but pay attention to the way you're being there for them. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, it's not enough to just be there for somebody, because sometimes that's harmful. Mm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Uh I agree. Um, I think even... The most like seemingly mundane things in life, like animals and fish, and you know, family members getting falling ill. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't call that mundane, but just things that happen in life, like life things. Mm-hmm. Um, we shouldn't take them for granted. Mm-hmm. That there's like even something that happens pretty much every day to a lot of people like i'm sure there's somebody out there right now whose family member is falling ill as we speak Mm -hmm. um but there's something in in that um and it's really easy to just like observe it to be just like an observer and to take it for granted but then there's but there's something there there's like humanity happening Mm -hmm. um and there's a compassion that you can access yeah yeah that's good Thanks. Well, well spoke. Thanks for listening to No Nonsense Storytime. I am Chris Panico. I'm Robert Hoffman. I'm Allison Valentine. Join us next week for the epic conclusion of the Knox saga as we look into Hop on 
<laughs> really took your time with that one. <laughs> this will be our last episode, at least in the foreseeable future, with Al. Uh, once again, Al, thank you for being here with us. It's thank been you. Great. Um, it has been great. We've had a lot of really fun, funny moments and a lot of really <laughs> cool, insightful moments, too. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing good things about these episodes. Yeah, me too. Me um, too. Keep telling us good things about our Please, episodes. yeah, please compliment <laughs> us. If you'd like to compliment us right now, uh, go to nonsensestorytime at gmail.com or our Facebook page and, uh, yeah, or send us suggestions for books to do in the future because mm-hmm. we're... After next week, we're going right back into our uh, our old ways. Yeah, <laughs> which may be good, may not be. We'll see. We could use some suggestions, though. Yeah. They've always been some of our best best products, episodes, books, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.